Hey everyone, welcome back to the Let's Write a Book podcast. My name is Claudia and today I want to talk about writing believable characters. Um, But first I kind of want to just give you a little recap of what I've done this month and then we're going to get into um, also what I've been doing on my novel series. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I'm currently writing a novel series and that's what this podcast is all about. So this month, the writing process for me was quite slow, to be honest. Um, I was mainly on holidays, actually, the past couple months since the last episode that um, that I released. And I was spending actually a lot of time in the countryside, in the forest, um, and just really like connecting with nature. And for me, for my process, this was helping so much just to have some distance and kind of like lose yourself in nature, if that doesn't sound too cheesy, that like just kind of forgetting all your problems and all like your day-to-day stuff and anything else on your mind and just being in the green and especially here in, uh, because it's winter in Northern Hemisphere, so it's really dark a lot so just even getting out into the sun was making such a big difference so yeah I was pretty much taking a break from my writing and I wanted to take a break because I wanted to really reflect on the story structure more and that's also to be honest why I haven't really been on socials that much because I really want to take this time to reflect and to be uh, just thinking more laterally about my novel and allowing things to fall into place a little bit more um, because I was working so diligently on it for so long sometimes it, it really helps just to take a break and to take your eyes off it so that's also why I'm pouring actually a lot of energy into my blog and my newsletter Um, If you don't know, uh, the links are below, but my newsletter I release every month and it's something uh, history and folklore and mythology related. Uh, I change up the topics and I I always as well in the newsletter write about um, things that I haven't got on my blog yet or concepts that I'm kind of testing out or stories that I find. So you can really see my raw thoughts there if you want as well. Um, so yeah, in taking a step back and observing everything about my novel, I realized that actually a lot of the edits that I'm doing for the novel as a whole is to do with characters and how they interact with the plot. And this really made me question absolutely everything I've ever written (laughs) or already written in my novel, but in a good way or in an analytical type of way. Um, I was really looking into more how the characters play off each other and how that influences the plot. And so that's why today I thought it'd be really good to talk about um, writing approachable characters, writing uh, how to write characters that are, I I like to think like three-dimensional, that really feel like people. Um, I did write some articles about this on my blog before, but I feel like like writing characters or talking about characters is such a personal experience. And so some of the things that I do with my characters or some of the thought processes that I have, I think don't articulate so well into a blog. So yeah, it would be really cool to explore this today with you guys. Um, and this isn't as well, like this is just my perspective on writing a character and how I generally approach it. And maybe there's something in this that helps you, or maybe there's something about the way I do it that, um, that helps you. But I think everyone approaches writing characters differently because they're, we're all, they're all coming from different people. So when I start my story, I usually always start with the person. Sometimes my stories start with a location or a time period, which I would cover in another podcast episode where we can talk about um, world building. 
but usually for me it actually starts with a person and the stories that I write always um, they're centering around someone that pops into my mind but has some kind of like inspiring qualities I think that's something I realized all my main characters they're always um, kind of aspirational in some way they're like the representation of our highest self or our most actualized self as like Maslow or Jung would put it um, and how this works into historic, historical fiction is I usually get a feeling for a time period as well when I think of the person so I roughly think about where they come from or not just um, in terms of time but also location so even if it's the 1600s the 1600s in Germany for instance is very different to the 1600s in Spain so there's always those qualities that come through that influence how I um, envision the person and then I try to kind of think about with that context also what the challenges that the person would face during that time yeah because part of my my reason for writing historical fiction is I also really want to bust myths about the time period that I'm writing and I also want to um, think about that when I'm developing my character as well and the reason why I think um, it's it's kind of cool to bust myths about society and about history when um, writing historical fiction is because um, people are shaped by the societies that they live in, right? And the time periods that they belong to. So I think it's also a really interesting way to explore those dynamics, explore how they're different to our time period and whether that's better or, you know, for better or for worse. And that kind of also brings me to the historical efficacy of what I write. I never want to implant my theories on the past. I really try to get into the mindset of the people back then um, and I really feel like people are such a product of the the place and the time that they come from. You know, people don't just pop out of the ether. They're, they're, we're so, like, um, influenced and kind of carved or molded in the way by the society we grew up in. So I think that's why it's really important, especially in historical fiction, to just do as much research as you can on the average people because that's really where the story is. The next section here I have labeled is getting to know your character. So I actually spend quite a lot of time, I feel like, with each of my characters. When I first start writing a book, I kind of just start um, writing like scenes that I imagine the character being in. And I think this really helps me to get to know them and see how they would react in different situations. Also, I get to know their temperament. Um, and... I, I pretty I pretty much feel like the whole process is very organic over um, my consecutive drafts. I feel like the more I edit it, the more I can see the 3D person come to life. And at the start of the novel, I think it's normal for your characters to feel a bit underdeveloped and kind of like toddlers in that way, because I think it takes probably until the middle or uh, maybe even the conclusion of the book to really understand the characters' motivations, to see how they are formed by the experiences that you've given them. And then you can go back and, you know, refine it over time based on what you know from the start. Or from the end of the story, I should say. Um, so after the first few drafts that I've done in, in my own novel, I then um, have taken some time to articulate certain things about my characters. So I, I, on a separate sheet of paper, write out, you know, like their name. 
I wrote their backstory, their fears, their hopes and their dreams. Um, and this whole process really helps me to refine them and to make sure that the character that I have um, written on this piece of paper or in this booklet matches exactly what I have in my novel. Because I think sometimes we, we tend to think about a story a lot and not write down some of the crucial details. So in your story, you might have left out certain bits of the character's personality um, just by accident. So that's why I kind of write it out again on a separate piece of paper, just the facts, so I can see how they've come to life and if there's anything that I would want to emphasize more or to take out. For my main and side characters and the, the side characters that play a pivotal role in the story, also that includes the antagonist, um, I usually think about their past, the hardest challenges they've, they've faced in their life so far, the relationship with their parents or their home life, also their proudest moments, um, what they want to accomplish in their lives, what they're most afraid of, and also what they value the most. And knowing this really helps me to shape their, their morals, their values, their strengths, what brings them joy, but also what they aspire to be. And to me, these are kind of like questions that a therapist would ask someone, right? So I really want to get to know my characters deeply so that they feel like real people and not just like a caricature of a person. Um, and I think when you approach it this way too, you approach it with a growth mindset for your character rather than a fixed mindset. So you acknowledge that the character is going to grow and change over the course of the novel. So you know that it's, it is really important to understand what motivates them, but also what they're afraid of so that you can help them in a way overcome these fears. Um... And I mean, I guess in a way, if I'm looking at this through a psychological lens, then maybe all authors are trying to just resolve these things that they have within themselves. Maybe that's a bit too deep, but that's my take on it anyway. <laughs> um, that's what literature and art, I think, is all about. So anyway, getting back to it, the influences on um, how I write my characters, I try to kind of incorporate a holistic view of the whole person like I was talking about before I want to um, also illustrate and show in, in a healthy way how to overcome obstacles through my novel and for me this is just really like a more of a moral aspiration I guess I have for my stories but I feel like I'm I'm very influenced by like Buddhist philosophy, Stoicism, also um, philosophy from, from the Bhagavad Gita and other Vedic texts. So through my writing, I feel like I really want to show how peace is achieved, not just maybe in a society, but also within oneself. And my characters, I think because of those motivations, my characters are always challenged to do what they think is right and resist what they know in their heart is wrong which is definitely I think for everyone that is the struggle of life in most ways and the antagonists in my story are also these these people that have like a delusion or um, a kind of a way of thinking that they want to protect their fragile sense of self rather than risk losing the old self in order to grow but I think in the main characters, it's also crucial to make sure that they're not like just the perfect self-actualized beacon of hope <laughs> uh, in, in a really cheesy and um, cliched sense. So all of my characters still have flaws, but it's based on what their strength is. So 
um, there, there would be things that they would have to, specific things they would have to overcome in order to gain their highest potential in that area. For instance, if a character is meant to be a really good leader or a warrior, then maybe they have a fragile sense of self or maybe they um, don't have such great self-esteem or they're not confident in front of others. So these would be the obstacles I would set for the character in order to get them to their final destination of who they're really meant to be. Um... In many cases, though, I, th I think I want the characters to serve as an example of like overcoming your demons. And rather than showing, I think a lot of stories rely on this drama of showing the worst case scenario for, yeah, essentially stakes in the story. But I would rather show a character overcoming real obstacles. Um, they might present themselves in different ways, but still real obstacles that lead to them choosing the healthy way. So they're not choosing the easy way out, which would be just to like give up or, you know, get into conflict with someone else. But they choose the harder alternative, which is ironically also the healthiest way to manage something because the healthiest way of reacting is not always the easiest choice. It's often the hardest choice that we have to make because these are exactly the obstacles that will allow us to become self-actualized, to grow in that area. Um, so yeah, for my stories, I just, I really wanted to explore that because I feel like it's often not done because the cheap thrill of drama is chosen as opposed to really exploring what it would take for a character to face their fears once and for all or to... Um, choose the the most self self-actualized destiny for themselves these are things that are so hard to do but in so many ancient texts it's really given as the the pinnacle achievement of our life or something that we should really work towards every day so i think that's really for me it's about illustrating that and bringing that to life and showing how that could look or maybe how um that did look in the past as well and yeah, I just think we could, I don't know, learn learn so much in this way or explore concepts in such a different way than just wishing the world to change or wishing people to change. Um, yeah, for me, I see it as a real practical way to explore to like things, things like tolerance and understanding of others. So yeah, the next episode in uh, the podcast, I really also want to discover and explore world building more and how I use it in my own writing as well. Uh, if you want more content, you can check out my blog and short stories. The links are all below. You can also sign up for my newsletter uh, on my website as well. And if you want to follow me on socials, that would also be great. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok. My handle is at Claudia Merrill and the link is also uh, in the description below. And if you would like to send me any questions um, or you just want to share something with me uh, for me to read out on the podcast, you can email me at letswriteabookpodcast at gmail.com. So the name of the podcast and then at gmail.com. And that's also linked below. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.